In this episode, I will discuss things your child can do on their own to help them refocus and pay attention, especially in places like school where there's not a lot of movement which is allowed. Episode 15. Smarter Parenting welcomes you to our podcast series, The Parenting Coach for ADHD. Here to heal and elevate lives is your parenting coach, Siope Kinikini. Well, hello, everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. I actually feel super great because I, for the first time, am not wearing a suit jacket. Thank goodness. I am (laughs) super comfortable. You know, and as a Polynesian, we are used to wearing like alohas and you know, Hawaiian shirts with flowers and stuff like that. It's a lot, it's free. The thing is, is um, I live here in the Rocky Mountains and it's cold here. So uh, I usually wear a jacket of some sort. Uh, Luckily, spring is here. And so super glad to actually be a little bit free so I can move around. And this is intentional actually for this particular episode because What I wanted to do is talk to you as a parent on things that you can teach your child to do on their own to help them refocus and pay attention and also to help them with the inattentiveness um, that they may feel, especially when they're in places like school where they can't just get up and run around or expend some of that energy, right? So... One thing I I wanted to start off with is I just, it needs to be clear and understood that children who have ADHD often struggle with what is immediate and what is in the future. There uh, is this video that I was watching about a study where they had children sit and they were going to give these children a marshmallow. Okay, so it was one marshmallow and uh, it was a test and these young children If they could sit there and just look at the marshmallow but not eat it, later on they would receive two marshmallows. Uh, But if they ate it right then, then um, they wouldn't get more marshmallows later. And it was supposedly supposed to test their ability to, you know, refrain from getting immediate gratification. So delayed gratification. That's what, that's what we call it in the field anyway. It was testing whether or not they could delay their gratification. Now, for a child with ADHD, that is really, really hard to do because we're always thinking in the immediate now, what's happening now, and easily distractible in what is now instead of looking at what is ahead. And that's part of the impulsivity is the inability to control that idea that hey, I, I, I'm in control and I can calm down instead of being super excitable and wanting what's immediate, what's what's easy, right? Um, so, you know, it's important to understand that kids with ADHD or kids that struggle with ADHD will often focus on whatever's immediate and that's why the inattentiveness just tends to always shift. It's like, what's new? What's happening? Now, at the same time, that also means that they increase in boredom. Like they can be bored super fast with a lot of different things. And so it's like, hey, I'm looking over here. Oh, I'm bored. Move. Uh, I'm bored. Uh, and what happens with being bored like that is that it becomes super frustrating, right? You can't pay attention. You can't. I mean, somebody's talking to me and they introduce themselves, sometimes I forget their name and they just told me, like, I'm sure that's happened to a lot of people, but, 
You know, it's that inability to really kind of be present and be in the moment. And so what I wanted to do is offer some of these exercises that will help your child refocus and reframe so they can be in the moment and actually learn skills to focus um, a little bit better. So these are things that um, hopefully will help them stay engaged in whatever is happening around them, but they're easy things that they can do. Um, what I wanted to start off with is something called isometric exercises. And these are things that your child can do, uh, even sitting down. They can do sitting down. It has to do with their body. And the idea is that um, it's a pushing or pulling movement where you're exerting force with your muscles um, for a time and then just focusing on that. One example would be, for example, bringing your hands together like this or like this, so I'm putting them together flat against each other, or I'm clasping them together, and I'm just applying pressure. I'm pushing into my hands, right? And by doing this, what I'm doing is I'm focusing on the pressure that is being applied. Okay, another thing that can be done is you can put your hands on a table, or on another surface and actually exert force in pushing down, right? And what you're doing is you're increasing it so you can feel some muscle tension in there. And that actually will help them focus in more on what is happening with their arms. Because you're paying attention to the pressure that you feel the warmth of the object that you're pressing against like a desk. Is it warm, the surface, um, how it feels? Is it rough? Is it soft? I mean, all of these things are happening. And it's holding it in that position for just a little while and then letting go and letting your muscles relax. Okay. Another way to do that would be with your legs. You can actually push your knees together. If your child is sitting, you can push your knees together and, and apply pressure, pushing them together and flexing and then and then letting it go. So holding it there for a little bit, maybe, you know, 10 seconds and increasing pressure during that time and then letting go and taking and exhaling, right? Another one could be feet on the floor. So um, if they're sitting, applying pressure and pushing down with their feet on the floor and balancing that out, okay? So what you're doing is you're teaching them to do these physical things with their body that apply pressure and that helps them refocus, refocus on what they're doing, right? It's called isometric exercises. There are a lot of different kinds that you can try and, uh, and your child can try. And this would require you to actually practice it with them. So you'll wanna practice doing these things with them to help them know how to do it, right? <clears throat> A child can do this anywhere. They can do this, um, you know, in class, while they're uh, seated somewhere, if they have to listen to somebody talk for a long time. They can actually do these and try and pay attention to what is happening. So the general idea is actually to bring them back into the present moment by doing something physical, right? <clears throat> now, uh, another thing that you can try and a lot of people have done this uh it was popular actually a couple years ago was a fidget spinner right and you had those fidget spinners that would just spin and it was something they could play with and the reason that that worked is because it had some tactility when i was younger what they did was uh, they had stress balls 
right? So you could use stress balls. Now, um, you can actually make your own stress ball super easy. All you do is you can get some balloons, some round balloons, and fill them up with popcorn kernels or beans, and then just seal it up. And you will get some tactile um, feel when you start squeezing those things, very similar to, um, you know, uh, a stress ball. So um, there are, you know, you could put actually anything in there. You could put sugar inside a balloon and then close it off and do that. I would recommend actually you double balloon it if you can, just because after a while it does wear. But it, don't make it big and make it actually just a little bit smaller than their palm or um, about half the size of their palm so they can grip it, but it's not going to fall off away because it's too small. So um, using something like that, a device that they can squeeze and they can constantly squeeze. Now, if you notice, this is also pretty much an isometric exercise by using the squeeze ball. Um, fidget spinners are the same because it occupies some type of tactile uh, comfort and, and, you know, you can access more resources that way, uh, resource, resourcefulness in your own body to kind of help you refocus, right? So that's another suggestion that you can try. Another thing that you can try for children is uh, you can teach them to be creative in when they're at school. So if, if, if a child is sitting there and has to do an assignment, you can help them excite their brain so they're not bored with it by giving them a challenge. And the challenge would be instead of, if they're right-handed, instead of doing the assignment with the right hand, try and do some of it with their left hand. And it doesn't have to be the whole assignment. It could be like, write your name at the top with your left hand. Do that and then switch. It will require quite a bit of uh, concentration on their part and coordination for them to even attempt doing something like that. But the goal again is to refocus and to recenter. So they're able to pay attention uh, for a short amount of time. They can pay attention to something and really focus on it, right? Um, so yeah, writing things with the opposite hand or doing something with the opposite hand that you are used to doing things is another tactic that you can provide your child to, to try to help them to refocus and to pay attention. Um, now, obviously breathing, mindfulness is a wonderful tool uh, and that involves just closing the eyes, taking deep breaths and counting backwards. Uh, the recommendation for that is that, again, it helps the body reset, and by closing their eyes, they are visually not distracted by things that are outside or around them that could pull focus. So closing their eyes, they still have their auditory or they can hear things that may be distracting, but that's less um, difficult to manage than it is to see something visual. So... Have them close their eyes, take deep breaths in and out, and even hold it and count backwards from five. So five, four, three, two, one. Then exhale. Okay. So using some of these breathing techniques, closing the eyes will help them refocus and um, it will help them be able to move forward. Now, um, another tactic that you can try is that you can also make this a game for them. And that is to 
uh, for example, um, for my own inattentiveness, I used to play a game with myself where when I knew I was slipping in and out of focus with whatever was happening, I decided to try and focus on one specific thing. And um, so, for example, I would focus on one color. So I would focus on the color red, for example, and I would pay attention to anything in the room that was red. And what that would do is actually keep me from moving around from subject to subject to focusing on one subject, but still jumping around, but it's connected. And so there was, there was a purpose in the distraction to help me focus and narrow my ability to, to maintain things in this sphere rather than something that's uh, more bigger and more difficult to manage. So uh, again, I'm, if, it was, if I was in class, then I'd say, okay, I'm going to just open my eyes. And when I open my eyes, I'm going to pay attention to the color red. And I will look for anything around me that is red, okay? And then I would be able to look around, and I would pay attention to that, and yeah. What that does is it makes your child focus on something specific rather than the distractibility of everything around them, all right? So that's a technique you can also try. Now, if your child is on an IEP or an individualized education program or plan, then uh, it may actually include something like breaks every 15 minutes where they can go outside and run or get up and get a drink or go to the bathroom or some type of movement, which is super helpful. So, um, you know, use those also as ways to help your child refocus when they're in environments where they should be actually more focused and paid, paying attention. So with all of these techniques... Uh, it is always recommended that you role play it with them. Now, you can find how to do that, how to role play on the Smarter Parenting website. We have a specific skill about role play. And the reason why role playing is so important in this is it will actually teach your child to have almost muscle memory on what they need to do. So the more you practice it, the more it's ingrained in their brain, the more likely they are to implement something that you've taught them when you're not there or when they need it, right? Um, it goes back to the idea that practice makes perfect or practice is the way that we actually integrate and learn things. If we are to play a piano, if we're to play an instrument, if we if we're gonna do anything um, that requires some skill, we would need to practice it. And so these are specific things that they need to practice. So I'm going to go through them again. You can you can use isometric exercises, which is a, applying pressure, using your body to apply pressure, and then releasing. Um, that will help them refocus. Using something like a squeeze ball or a fidget spinner, that will be something to help them refocus and pay attention. Um, writing with an opposite hand or doing something with the opposite hand if they're working on something, that will help them also learn to refocus and uh, pay attention. Uh, breathing and closing your eyes, counting backwards, that's another method that you can use. Or focusing on a specific topic or object or color, which, which I showed through the example of looking at anything in the room that was the color red, right? Uh, it could be anything, really. It doesn't have to even be a color. So you could say, I'm going to 
open my eyes and I'm going to pay attention to anything that is um, interesting to me that's different that I haven't seen before and have them do something more like that. Or I'm going to pay attention to, you know, how many people have brown hair in the room or straight hair in the room or it could just vary, but it's just something to help them bring in the focus into something that's more narrow so they can learn to control this idea of just jumping all around and moving all around. All right. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm excited actually for people to implement some of this stuff because I think it will be super helpful, especially for, for kids. If you're able to role play it enough that they can do it on their own, that it will be really, really helpful for them. And you can actually do this with your child uh, while you're driving and you can mention one of these things and they can practice it. Like isometric exercises they can do anywhere. And even while you're driving somewhere, you can practice with it with them in the car because you know you don't have to watch them do it but they can report on how it's working for them so yeah go ahead and make one of those uh, squeeze balls too with balloons and um corn corn kernel popcorn kernels or you can use sugar uh, or salt and put that in there and it's actually i like the popcorn kernels because they have bumps in them and they tend to retain some of their their shape when I squeeze and then I flip it and squeeze again. So you can make those as big or as small as you want. Um, but again, don't make it so big that it's hard to hold and don't make it so small that it'll just fall out of their hands. So um, that's it for me. You know, if this has been helpful, please subscribe and leave us a rating. We would love to hear from you. Uh, if there are additional ideas that you know of, that would be helpful for other parents, please let us know. You can reach us at smarterparenting at smarterparenting.com. That's our email address. Um, and we would we would love to hear it. We're always open to uh, expanding the community and like really connecting with other parents who are dealing with the same issues that ADHD parents deal with, that when they have children who struggle with ADHD, we're super happy to connect with them. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can subscribe to this vlog on our YouTube channel or anywhere that you listen to your podcast, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Google Play. We're everywhere pretty much. And then you can find additional parenting skills on the Smarter Parenting website. So again, that's it for me. And I will see you again soon. Take care.